0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order, additional term supply.
1: Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today.
0: It's Boomer and Geo on The Fan
1: and the CBS Sports Network. Wednesday, what do you say? The Boomer and Geo program on the fan and CBS Sports Network. No G today. He is home, I hope, sleeping, as he probably had things coming out of every end yesterday. As we know, started at 8 o'clock in the morning. Hopefully it wrapped up by nighttime and should be back tomorrow. In the meantime, I sit in with the Booms this midweek, and we've got lots to get to. At some point, I guarantee you, we will get to Al's career because it is entertaining, and Boomer listened to a podcast about it. Uh, We will get to, as well, some of the baseball Notes. There's some stuff going on between the Yankees and the Mets, but that'll be for a little bit later on. We start instead with football. The franchise tag
0: stuff started yesterday officially. Palmer and good morning to you, sir. How are you? Good morning, Jerry. It's uh, nice to work with you, and I just uh, hope my partner uh, Gio feels better today. Me too. And I have to tell you, this norovirus thing. This is worse than the coronavirus. This this thing is like a hundred times more contagious. Spreads like wildfire. It is quick. all over the place, and I can't even begin to tell you how many people have texted me in the last two weeks after that day that I missed at the Super Bowl about you know their particular story about what this what is going on. I, now this thing wasn't released out of a Wuhan lab or anything, was it? No. I mean, this thing came this out has of been nowhere, around, but it's been
1: around for a long time. And I, now I, we're dealing with it, and it's going from
0: person to person to person and from room to room to room, which is why I am dead man walking. Yeah, it feels that way because you haven't had it yet. So, And uh, I, I wasn't even thinking about it when we were out there in Arizona. But so Gunner's family went through it. Sydney's family went through it. Mm-hmm. I've been through it. And Greg's entire
1: family has now
0: gone through right, it. His entire family has gone through it. And I would tell you that I, at least... I, and I'm not, this is no joke, and I'm not overestimating or embellishing anything. At least 20 of my friends and their families have been through it. Yeah, the yeah. lesson here is don't have families, right, Al? Yup. <laughs> yeah, okay, fine. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, this this thing is I've never... I've never seen anything like this.
1: No, this kind of sucks. And I will tell you, there was a moment yesterday, because ever since Greg was hunched over with his head in the garbage pail yesterday. Yes. um, And and vomiting violently. My stomach's been queasy just because I saw it and it kind of gets in your head. (laughs) So yesterday I drove home. I felt fine. Everything was good. And then, you know, Spike told me before I left, he goes, listen, I, I don't want him in tomorrow. He needs to take care of himself. Get some rest. Take a day. Great. No problem. Then it hit me. What if I get this tonight? And then my stomach got queasy again. I ended up in the bathroom for about five minutes thinking, uh-oh, here we go. And then that was it. I'm like, all right, I'm not sick. I feel fine. But I thought for sure hours later that I had gotten something.
0: You'll know. But you'll know I will. This. I mean, like G knew when he came in yesterday morning that he had he, it. Well, he was sick when he got here. Yeah, I know that. He, well, he said he started to feel uh, the, chills the effects driving of it over the Kosciuszko Bridge. He was sitting here like that could with, that, that with that could a blanket be. on. Yeah, I know. I gave that him the mean, blanket. Come on. But, Holy you know, he, here's the thing. For me, I got home from dinner. I watched the entire Ranger-Vancouver game that night. The Rangers won the game. And then, I'm telling you, five minutes after the Rangers won, I had a sprint to the bathroom. Yeah. That's how fast it came on. And I had no warning. I didn't so You had feel, no symptoms. Well, you didn't have the chills. I, no, you didn't have as a matter fever. Fact, nothing. I played golf that day. Went to an early dinner. Me and my buddy Mike... Came back, we went to well, Safeway or Costco, whatever, and got some waters to bring back to our hotel rooms. And then, I, and when I was in that, uh, in that supermarket, a couple of people had recognized me or whatever. So we had some fun with them a Cleveland Brown fan, a Pittsburgh Steeler fan. <clears throat> and they were in town for that waste management open. And we were having a lot of fun with them. And then, uh, literally out of nowhere, I, I found myself. Like sprinting to the bathroom and uh, ended up spending at least six hours in there. Just, I I had never been so violently ill in all my life. And no place better to be at that point.
1: Because you don't want to be in the car. You don't want to be out. You want to be home in the comforts of your own bathroom. I told you, man. Anybody who had a
0: hotel room next to me thought somebody was getting murdered in my room. Because uh, whether you were below me... Above me, to the side of me, or across the hall from me, you heard me. Yeah. That, that's how loud it was. So mm, we hope that G gets better quickly. Yeah.
1: Now that, And not, not only that, if you noticed too yesterday, he kind of slipped this one in, and I don't know if you picked up
0: on it. He even said his mother in law had had it already. Yeah. Like, I mean, it really went through the family. It did. It did. So. And it's gone. And it's gone. It's all over the place. And that's why, you know, it was interesting. The day that I had missed that show, The New York Post had ran an article about how this thing was just flying across the country. Yeah. It was all over the place. Mm -hmm. And then poor Sabrina had it on the way back uh, from Arizona. She's a, you know, five year old. And she had her fifth birthday out there, big celebration. Next thing you know, she's on a plane and she has it. Yeah. Terrible. So yeah, it's brutal. So anyway, you know, hopefully uh, your families, if you do end up getting it, that it goes through quickly and you get over it quickly. It took me about uh, 48 hours, you know, that, that was about it. And hopefully, G and uh, Gina do the drip hydration. I'm yes. telling you, it helped a lot. And he's
1: doing the right thing by not being there because you should not have. If you weren't in Phoenix, you would not have worked that Friday. Nah,
0: but you know, Super Bowl had to show up. You know, it's, you know, it's game time. You yeah. know, you got to show up. You got to... gamer to do, do the best you can. That was a football Friday too. That was a pitch sure. segment Friday and everything else. Yeah, and the kickoff show. Yeah, had the kickoff show after that. Right, missing that was not an option. No, there was no option there. You just had to suck it, suck it up, and go through it. So that's that's. <laughs> was I mean, either no, way. No, yeah, well, well whatever. <laughs> I mean, I was th- that Friday, man, I was miserable.
1: I know you were, and you got through it like a champion. So anyway, so yesterday, this this franchise tag um, window finally opens. This is something we've been talking about for weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks. And until all these things obviously become settled, it's going to continue to be a talking point. A couple of just things of note here. This, and this goes back to what we talked about yesterday. And I, I really I don't want to talk about Aaron Rodgers and Derek Carr all day again. However, one thing about that. One of the topics of conversation was yesterday, if you were the Jets, timing with Rodgers is everything here. You want to get Aaron Rodgers. If you don't want to get Aaron Rodgers, you're stupid. I clearly think that that's what they want to do. But you also have Derek Carr sitting there as a free agent that you could have whenever. If you make him the right deal, you could have him today, I imagine. The timing of it stinks, though, from the standpoint of... You see this story that's put out by ESPN, and I I don't doubt the reporting by Diana Rossini talking about how they're conveying to him that you can be a Hall of Fame quarterback if you come here, given the setup and the roster we have and the moves we can still make. And it gets to, if you're Joe Douglas, how do you look these, you have a job to do, but how do you look these guys in the face, knowing that what you're telling them, while may be true, also may not ever become true, because you're kind of the second option. And if you're Derek Carr, you know you're the second option.
0: Yeah, the Jets are in a really tough spot. You know they they're sitting there and they're waiting for Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers has got to, if he wants to come and play for the Jets, he's got a he's got to tell the Packers I want to be traded to the Jets. That's bottom line is what I told you yesterday. And the panacea for the Jets would be two years, seventy million. Uh, you know, mentor Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson stays on the team. I, I guess you could say okay, Derek Carr will give you a four year deal if you want to be a Hall. <laughs> now. I don't know how true that is, but if somebody said to him, you could be a Hall of Famer if you come here and you take this team to the playoffs, I mean, I I would like to think that could be anybody. Um, And it's going to be really difficult to do that, given the fact that it is the AFC and how good the AFC is and how many better quarterbacks there are in the AFC. Um, And if it goes sideways, you know, we always talk about the positive. If it goes well, you're going to be a Hall of Famer. Absolutely. But if it goes sideways, everybody's going to get fired and you're going to be, you know, standing there with another new coach. And I think that if I were Derek Carr, my thing is, is I am looking for a place that really is stable. And maybe he will be the fallback option for the Jets. And maybe they would offer him more money because of the desperation that would come along with it. I would think that Derek Carr is going to want to make a decision, you know, by at, at the worst, by the end of next week. Because remember, he's the only free agent right now out there as a quarterback. And if there are two or three teams that are, Interested in him, he can have his pick. But the moment these other guys become available, if they do become available, then teams will sit down. They will assess their options. They'll look at all the different uh, ways that you know they can fit a guy into their salary cap, the length of the salary cap. Does they you know? And I keep saying this, and I know a lot of Jet fans. I don't. It's not that they're mad at me. I'm just. I'm just conveying (laughs) the message that they are keeping Zach Wilson. He is going to be on the roster, just so you know that. Unless unless they decide, okay, Derek Carr, you're the guy, Woody Johnson gets involved, they get a five-year contract, and and he says, you know, the last thing I want is Zach Wilson and that thing hanging over me as the starting quarterback of your team. Because, you know, Zach was the second overall draft pick. You know, they they don't want to give up on him yet. Not after two years, no. And the best situation is... In my eyes, at least for right now, if you had to go between Derek Carr and Aaron Rodgers, the Aaron Rodgers thing would be better for Zach Wilson and his development here as a potential jet starter in three years. Which makes all the sense in the world.
1: So, yes, let's talk, does. so you talk timeline then. I mean, the Packers, whether they've made the decision or not, clearly, if you read the tea leaves and all the oh, they, stories they, they, that are out there, they're done with them. That's what we hear. That's what we read. Fine. Fair enough. So at what point do we find out? I know he's this retreat thing should be over. We're not going to hear from him because he only talks to McAfee. McAfee's off this week. So at what point does something start to happen in terms of like if the Jets want to make an offer, can they call right now to Green Bay? They've and already say- spoken to Green Bay. Okay, so they've, they've
0: s- already spoken to Green Bay, and Gutenkoos basically, uh, you know, realizes that Aaron Rodgers is running this thing. He's the okay. one that's running it. So then at they, what point do you think there's clarity on that situation? I don't know. I can't I can't predict what Aaron Rodgers is going to do. But I think if Aaron Rodgers really does want to play, and he doesn't want to play in Green Bay, and he wants to play with Nathaniel Hackett, the offensive coordinator of the Jets... Then I think he's got to basically make a decision relatively quick because he can't leave the Jets hanging.
1: Well, that's that comes back to my original point. That's why the timing of this for the Jets sucks because they've got a guy that whether you like him or not is a good option to be a quarterback for the next four or five years. But he's still option number two, and you don't want to lose him to another team. Then Rogers doesn't want to come here. Then what?
0: You know, I what, what I just I just the thing I don't understand, and I am a uh, a Derek Carr. I do respect him. I like him. I think he is an all-in guy. He's, there's no question that whoever he signs with, he is going to be there the next day. He's going to be at practice. He's going to be learning his offense. He's going to be meeting his coaches and his teammates and the owners. And he is going to be a guy that's going to be all in. So I don't, I don't have any question about that part of it. But I do question the fact that Josh McDaniels and the Raiders are letting him go after nine years. And, you know, all the crap that he had been through in nine years. And all the instability that that franchise, from moving it from Oakland to Las Vegas, the John Gruden stuff, the Rich Passaccia stuff, the Dennis Allen stuff. I mean, it's just one thing after the next. Uh, Jack Del Rio was his head coach. I mean, and he still is very successful. I, If I were him, I'd be looking for something that is so much more stable, like where I could get with a guy that I believe is going to be there for a long time. Now, personally for me, again, I, I will say Carolina is the place where I think That if he really wanted to have his most success and he wanted to go to the playoffs, that would be the place I would go. But I don't know if they want him. I don't know if that owner down there is, you know, and even Frank Reich had a uh, a press conference yesterday and said, you know, there's a lot of coach speak about, you know, we haven't really got into this. We're starting to develop. We finally got our coaches. We have our first staff meeting. I mean, I can't believe that they don't they wouldn't know who they want or what they want. But I, I don't know if Derek Carr even has a visit there. And to me, that seems like the perfect place for him. But they may be felt that, they may feel that they have been burned the last two years with Baker Mayfield and Sam Darnold. They don't want to go down that road. They want to get one of these young kids that are coming someone, on now.
1: Yes, draft someone and start over. Yeah,
0: I mean, so that could be the case, too, for him. So he may not have as many options as we think he has. Right now, he has the Saints. And he has the Jets, the Jets and, and the Saints, another and team Dennis, supposedly. Yeah, but we don't some, know who that is. We don't. We
1: don't. But the same, and the, he's got the connection to Dennis Allen. Yeah, right? that was so, his initial coach, and they wanted him and brought him in initially. So they that's tried to the trade team. for him. They and, had
0: they had a, a trade already agreed to with the Raiders, and Derek decided not to because I think his agent probably did some digging. And said, uh, "Hey, look, you know, there's a couple other teams out there. I think you need to visit before you make a decision on the Saints.
1: Yeah, but that's the team that I would be worried about if I was the Jets. But the other thing too is he doesn't seem to be. While I know he's a good quarterback, he also the fit in terms of the city, the
0: way his he seems
1: to be. I don't personality. Yeah, I don't know that he has but I don't know that he does either. As as,
0: as Gio would, uh, <laughs> basically, you know, he is a Bible study guy. Uh, sure. So, but that doesn't mean that he's not a great teammate. I mean, all of his teammates love him." Um, And he's just probably not a guy that goes out and starts drinking and hanging out with the guys. No, And the
1: mistake the Raiders made, too, which is not religious. Is, getting rid of Versace was not the right move at the time. But whatever. That's the other thing. One other uh, before we break. And so the the giant thing is another storyline that's gone on and on for a couple of weeks now. It's taken a couple of different twists and turns. And to me, the question is, who are you using the tag on? Is It'll it going to be Daniel be, Jones? For sh- you think for sure it's going to be Daniel Jones? I, I think so. So this sure. whole $45 million thing that I don't think was ever confirmed. Confirmed by anybody, but that was put out there is clearly a negotiating ploy. The number that I would think you're going to settle on is between 35 and 40.
0: No. Nah. Right? I mean, which I today know, is I still crazy. It's still crazy for him. But I, I would just say that the moment he changes agents, now people start speculating on what those agents are going to be asking for, or somebody knows, anything, like an Adam Schefter may know that an agent, or may, or it could be Ian Rappaport or somebody like that knows an agent, and then they look at who they've represented, what the mo- kind of money that they've gotten for their players, and and then basically speculate that you know he's asking up to forty five million. I don't believe that to be true. But I, I do think that the Giants believe that this is the best alternative for them is to keep Daniel Jones as a quarterback. So they tag him at about thirty three million dollars, thirty two and change, I guess, and uh, and then they try to work a long term deal out with him. But I, I would say that uh, anybody who thinks that he's getting forty to forty five million is out of their mind. The question I was gonna have for you. When you hear that number,
1: it sounds ludicrous to me. Wish I still played. You always talk about, well, for sure, and you'd be in that 45 to $50 million But then range I wouldn't have really
0: gotten to know you guys.
1: That's true, too, and you will, but in your loss. Yeah. Um, the 40, $40 to $45 million deal, is it possible? You always talked about the salary cap these coming years and all these TV deals. Is it possible they go in and say, this is a bargain compared to what the numbers are going to look like in two years?
0: Well, I think, I think a lot of this is going to be predicated on what happens with Joe Burrow and what happens with Justin Herbert. Well,
1: that's what I'm talking about. That's this yeah, is what I, mean. I, I mean
0: like I, I do believe that Joe Burrow will be the first $50 million a year quarterback now obviously out of Cincinnati. You know, people are saying well he needs to take less money so they can keep T Higgins and T Higgins needs to take less money. I'm like, what who is anybody to tell T Higgins what to do? You know, T Higgins is on a uh, second round draft choice contract. He's got one year left on his contract at about four million dollars. And and given what all these wide receivers had got last year, he's he's worth somewhere between sixteen and twenty million. So why why should he take less money? Like he like this is his chance at the big payday, much like Daniel Jones. This is his big right. chance at the big payday. And you gotta go out there and you gotta try to leverage his, as best you can and get as much as you possibly can because you you owe it to yourself and you owe it to your family for sure. But, you know, if Joe Burrow is going to get a huge contract, and we all believe he's going to, that he's going to eclipse, at least on an AAV situation, uh, average you know annual salary, uh, is going to be larger than Patrick Mahomes. And, and quite frankly, he needs to do that. So he, he, he has to do He's going to go up, go up, go up, go up, go up. And
1: in Philadelphia, you've got a wide receiver that's fighting for his quarterback. We'll get to that and a whole lot more coming up along the way. We've got CeeLo coming up next. Also, we are going to get to the Mets and Yankees at some point. I also have something for Boomer that I'd like to get to, too, about social media. Um, very interesting comments made by a college basketball coach that I'd like you to hear.